Uncensored, unedited, and no holds barred, covering anything and everything from beer to bitches, rags to riches, sports to courts, bars to cars, music to movies, just about anything and everything. We are live. Oh, that's not where we're at. Please follow us across all social media Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok. You can also find us on all listening platforms such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts and iHeartRadio, as always, I'm the sexy Gretzky George Gretzky alongside Mr. Dilbert himself, Aaron Adams. Michigan's about to win a natty tonight, Aaron. We're going to win a national championship, mother truckers, mother truckers. What do you got to say about that? I believe it's going to happen. <laughs> We're going to get into that. But Aaron, how the fuck are you on this lovely Monday afternoon evening? I'm cold. Cold? I, I am not sweating like a rotisserie chicken. <laughs> no I rotisserie chicken sweat. I haven't, I haven't been for the past few days. It's been so freaking cold. Cold-hearted. Cold. You're as cold as ice. Something, Dude, something, sacrifice, my love. love. <laughs> there <we go. laughs> There's your... Uh, Music. There's your music for tonight. So, uh, but before we get started, please comment what you think will be the exact score prediction of tonight's national championship game between Michigan and Washington. We need to know the exact score and who wins. So, for example, my prediction is 42-17 Michigan. You must say who's going to win. Exact score and who's going to win. My prediction is 42-17 Michigan. If you predict the final score of tonight's game throughout the live broadcast, if you comment after the show, it doesn't count. It needs to be during this live broadcast. If you predict the final score, I will give you a $25 gas card and an Abraham drink a t-shirt. So comment and try to guess tonight's score below for a chance to win. Are you writing? Comment. Are you writing? I'll be able to see. Afterwards, okay. I'll be able to see exactly. Say old Saint Nick already. Yep. Did a comment. Yep. Twenty-five dollar gift card and Abraham drink a t-shirt. So, Aaron, we have a sports full show tonight, and I warned everybody there ain't no gimmick, there ain't no nothing. There is sports, sports, and sports. Are you ready for some sports? I'm ready for sports. Woo, sports, sports, sports. Well, let's dive right into this shit. Let's get to the NFL playoffs, shall we? Shall we? Shall we? Shall we? We shall. Scores are all coming in already. Good. <laughs> oh, God. Ooh, where am I at here? Oh, here we go. I'm right. So this weekend, two teams will not play because they have locked up the number one seed in their conference. The Baltimore Ravens locked up the number one seed in the AFC with a 13-4 and record. San Francisco 49ers locked up the number one seed in the NFC with a 12 and 5 record. Aaron, who do you think is the better one number one seed 
going into the playoffs. I know Baltimore beat San Fran, but I would say San Francisco because their defense is still top-notch, and they just got so many playmakers and weapons. Got Christian McCaffrey, Debo Samuel, Brandon Ayu, George Kittle. I mean, I know they shut them down, but... I'm still going Baltimore. I think Baltimore, as a, a coach, as a player, as anything sports, you never want to see a quarterback that can run and throw just as good as he can run and throw in Lamar Jackson. That is scary stuff. As a Michigan fan, I've seen Ohio State have quite a few. Terrell Pariah, not as good as thrower, but could run. Braxton Miller, could run. Um, JT Barrett, it is scary and it's hard to stop. That's my reason for the Baltimore Ravens. Well, especially on third and shorts when you got to worry about running backs, which they got good running backs, and then Lamar could easily pick up a yard too. Yeah, he could pull it, could run, he'd roll them out, he could run. I, I know this year people are like, oh, Baltimore's going to fade like they usually do. I'm like, no, not this year. I don't they, know. They're not going to fade this year. And I mean, I know a couple of years ago people were like, oh, they lost in the divisional round to Tennessee. Remember that one year they had the one seed, got a bye week, but this is a different Baltimore team. It's different. Now, don't get me wrong. Brock Purdy is no slouch. He is very consistent. He gets the ball out very quickly. He's very accurate. Christian McCaffrey could arguably be the MVP of the league. Arguably, it's either it's either Christian McCaffrey or Lamar Jackson, you would think, right? Yeah. That's probably the top two favorites. Oh, yeah. Defensively, San Francisco's defense is good, but so is Baltimore's, man. Oh, yeah, they got that. They've got a good defensive line pass rush, so I, don't, I just don't know who the better known. I'm going Baltimore. You're say you're going San Fran? Hmm, who has the better kicker? Baltimore. Oh, oh Justin Tucker. Oh, my <laughs> Justin God. Justin Tucker. Oh, jeez. Who's the better punter? I don't even know the punters. Zero clue. Zero clue. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know um, who the better number one seed, but it's makes it extremely difficult when you have Lamar Jackson back there at quarterback. Did you uh, – you've heard about the whole conspiracy of the Super Bowl colors? I have. Like the past two years. I and have. This year, of course, off. San Fran and Baltimore are the colors. It's just like. Yeah, I have seen that. But you can't. Sooner or later that you you can't. The NFL can't just make that happen. Otherwise, people are going to be like, well, you know, I'm not going to watch. I'm not going to root. What hope. do you mean? The NFL scripted. <laughs> you seen those conspiracy theories? <laughs> NFL scripted every game. They have a uh, script. Right, I believe. Nick right. Chubb gets hurt. They right. write it in the script. Oh, yeah. Take a shot to the <laughs> knee. Good God. Uh, but, yeah, like I said, Brock Purdy, though, has had a one hell of a season. But remember, San Francisco lost a few games early on. The Browns, Baltimore. Who else? There was two other ones that like was shocking, like shocking losses. Okay, I can't even remember. I don't remember. I don't remember either, but it was a bad three-game stretch. Yeah, it wasn't good. My favorite round of the playoffs, because I always root for the underdog, always have, always will. Um, oh, Jeff said Cincy. They lost to the bank. Cincinnati. Yeah. Was it? Yeah, early on. Mm-hmm. That was part of it. Where am I at here? But let's start off with uh, the wild card weekend. One of my favorite weekends, as I just said, wild card. Always rooting for the underdog team. I've always have, always will, because I think I think it's awesome to lo- let the 
you know, the teams that not supposed to win in an upset. Well, yeah, there's been a couple of years, too, where uh, the sixth seed, before they had the seventh seed, made the Super Bowl. Yeah. The Packers the one year. Oh, was it Pittsburgh one year? Yeah, I think it was Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh was a wild card? Year. Yeah. I mean, so it's not always. We don't root for Pittsburgh ever, though. No. Well, they're the underdogs, though. Fuck that. There they are. Fuck that noise. <laughs> Fuck that noise. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, All right, let's go into our first wild card matchup of the weekend. The Green Bay Packers will travel to the Dallas Cowboys on Sunday and play at 4.30 p.m. Uh, there has been some crazy good games between these. Is there one that sticks out in your mind? For playoffs? Yeah. Oh, I think it was. I know Aaron Rodgers led a game-winning field goal drive, and he threw one ball down the left sideline, and the dude made a tiptoe catch with a couple seconds left, and that allowed Crosby to kick, like, a 45-plus 50-yard field goal for the win. I'll never forget that game. There's one game that came to mind. That was wild. One game that came to mind, and it's this one. Oh, that bullshit. Oh, yeah. The one that comes to mind is the 2014 divisional round. The Des Bryant no-catch that cost the Dallas Cowboys the game. And I still think this is a catch. I think he caught it, came down, and that's the goal line. As he's falling, you clearly see him reach for the goal line. So he had possession because he had to reach. But since that was the rule, the Calvin Johnson yeah. maintained the ball through the ground. They ne named it not a catch. Oh, in today's NFL, that's a catch. Today's Well, right now, yeah, as of like yeah, last year, yeah, finally it's well, a, yeah, catch that's a catch because he extended the ball. But that's the game that comes to mind when I think of Dallas Green Bay. I yeah, that's... <laughs> Skip Bayless, if you're watching, <laughs> it was a catch, goddammit! <laughs> It was a catch. I'm with you, man. I love you, Skip. <laughs> Mini clip, tagging Skip. <laughs> My man. Um, oh, that's great. Oh, shit. But, yeah, that's Des Bryant. It was a fucking catch. I don't give a shit. But, Aaron, what's your take on this first wild card game of the weekend? I mean, you know, all the, you got all the Dell boy, Dallas Cowboy lovers. The Dell boys. Dell boys. The Dell boys. <laughs> I mean, this Green Bay is playing their best football right now. Jordan Love is, like, he, dude, he starting, looks like Aaron Rodgers. He's starting to look like Aaron Rodgers, but a few of those throws he made yesterday against the Bears, I was like, wow. He rolled one out to the left and threw like a thirty-five yard strike down the sideline. I'm like, damn, that was like prime Aaron Rodgers. Dallas should win this game, pretty not easily, but I don't know, time. man. I think the offense of Green Bay could give them a little run. Could. I don't know. I never liked Dallas. I'm not rooting for Dallas ever. Rooting for the underdog, Green Bay. Know what I said about Green Bay? What? I said Green Bay better block Micah Parsons or it's going to be a long night for Jordan Love. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That Micah Parsons, man. Yeah, if Green Bay wants a chance. That dude can play. If Green Bay wants a chance, they can't turn over the ball. They got to have a clean game. Make Dallas drive the whole field. Yeah. Don't let CD Lamb beat you if they want a chance. I agree. Score prediction? Oh, God, score prediction. 
27 to 24. 27 24 and a close yeah, one. It's going to be a close one. I'm rooting for Green Bay, but I'm picking Dallas. 27 17. I would have shit if you said 27 17. <laughs> Once you said 27, I'm like, you got to be shitting to me. But I also have Dallas winning 27 to 17. Do we have any comments on these? Uh, yeah, there's comments for like this one we're talking about right now. Yeah, anything. What do you got for me? Come on, phone screener. Zach Evans, by the way, when I was with him, he said you got to do a better job of reading comments. I know. <laughs> There's a lot of score predictions for Michigan. Mason Rudolph beats the Browns in Cleveland. Flacco retires in disgust. Hopefully not. Mm. Um, we'll get in the Brown. We'll get in the Brown D- stuff Darren, here a little bit. Cowboys are at home are money, which has been true the whole season. Yep. And then Jeff said, "Go pack, go." Go pack, go. go. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. All right, moving on. We're going to do all NFC first. This is a cool one. Uh, this is a very cool one. Uh, In the next wild. NFC wild card game, we have the Los Angeles Rams taking on the Detroit Lions in Detroit on Sunday night football. And this one has a pretty cool storyline brewing. Oh, yeah. We all knew this was going to happen. And I have it. Pretty cool storyline brewing. Matthew Stafford. Ooh, Matthew Stafford. Matthew Stafford, Matthew Stafford, Matthew Stafford, Matthew Stafford returns to Ford Field for his first game back in his. Can't even read. Returns for his first kid, game back. Kid can't even fucking read. In Detroit since the trade. One more time. <laughs> Matthew Stafford returns to Ford Field for his first game back in Detroit since the trade for him for golf. How do you think Detroit will welcome Matthew Stafford? Oh, he'll get an applause the, when he comes out, like in the first drive. But then after that, fuck that Detroit I, baby wants to win. I said for some reason I think he'll get a warm welcome. But then again, it's Detroit, and they haven't had a home playoff game in ever. Oh, Ever? Since 93. 93? I was oh. one year old in 93. Oh. Oh, he'll, he'll get a nice ovation to begin, but then if anything happens, oh, no, it's done. I was months old probably in that playoff game in 93. No, oh, probably. You were months old. Yeah, I, I was born in November of 92, so if it was a playoff game yeah. in 93, it had to be. Yeah, you were months. I was a couple weeks, probably. <laughs> That's funny as shit. No, you were born in 93. Yeah, late 90s. Oh, yeah, 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 you're right. Oh, unless it was 93, like the fall of 93 and not the winter of 93. Well, I would know. I was thinking probably because playoffs in 93 would be in January. Or is it the playoffs in 93 in December? There's no playoffs. In, there weren't playoffs in December. Oh, yeah, good call. Yeah, so. So, yeah, you wouldn't even been born then. So it have been January of 93. Well, you well, were born. Well, you weren't. Oh, well. I would have. I was oh, born yeah. in November '92. You oh, yeah. wouldn't have been born, you oh, jackass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I was just. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> Kid can't read. Kid can't even math. <laughs> oh uh, man. But yeah, you said warm welcome for Stafford. I said probably then, a warm welcome. Oh, just for the first drive or the when he comes out. That's about it. Hmm. That's it. Oh yeah. Hmm. How do you see this one turning out? This game. Well, Darren, I agree with Darren. Darren said, uh, well, Nick said Lions will win. Rams with the upset. I have to go with the Rams. 
I think the fucking Rams <sighs> are going to spoil Detroit. This baby. is an interesting one because Detroit has lost a few games in the season where I'm like, you just lost 31 to 10? No, exactly. They've had some games. But that Ford Field's going to be rocking in Detroit. That's a dome, and it's not a huge dome. There's only like two. Like there's a main bowl, and then there's a second bowl, and then it's just your suites. Yeah. So it's, you're very close to the stadium. Dude, it could be very loud. Oh, it's good. I'm interested to see how this one plays out. But how do, how do you see it shaking out? You're taking the Rams? Taking the Rams. I think Stafford's just going to use Kua Nakua, Cooper, and they're just going to. I don't know. For me, it's hard not to root for Dan Campbell and the Lions. Oh, I. It's very hard, especially after, especially after when Dan Campbell got hired. Everyone made fun of him in his uh, head coaching oh, yeah. interview. Sure. I'm going to bite your knee off and rip your leg off and beat you with it. Oh, yeah, and then we're going to get back up and beat you with it again or whatever. You know what I mean, yeah. whatever. So everyone made fun of Campbell. So I'm just, it's like I, my two favorite teams in the NFL, you root for the Browns and you root for Detroit just because they've been so bad for so long. <laughs> you root for them. That's who I want to play in the Super Bowl. Browns, Detroit, Super Bowl. You heard it here first. Do you have a fact about Detroit, Cleveland, and Buffalo? I did see this. First time ever, Mm -hmm. all three teams, Detroit Lions, the Cleveland Browns, and the Buffalo Bills have made history. First time those three teams have all made the playoffs. All by the Great Lakes, baby. Isn't that crazy? It is crazy. I I, I literally just read that right before you walked in. I saw a pretty cool logo, too. It uh, It was a lion. But it was in uh, Buffalo Blue and it had the red, you know, the Buffalo red stripe going through. Yeah. And then it was a elf riding on top of the, <laughs> the lion bill. <laughs> That's it was pretty cool. Um, uh, but, yeah, everyone made fun of Campbell about biting kneecaps off. And I also like to root for Jared Goff because he, may, he went to the Super Bowl, don't forget, with the Rams. Oh, yeah. Nearly won. Nearly won a Super Bowl with the Rams. And then, like, a year or two after... They're like, we're done with you. Bring Stafford in. Stafford wins the Super Bowl. If Goff stays, they probably still win the Super Bowl. But gets traded, and he was part of the rejuvenation, if that's a word, rejuvenation of the Detroit Lions. So it's very hard not to root for them. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But I'm going to go with the Detroit Lions over the Rams, 27-24. to 24, Ruining Matthew Stafford's comeback game at Ford Field. Got a score? This one I'm going to go with uh, Rams 24, Lions 16. Boo. <laughs> I don't know. I just... This should that might this might be one of the better this might be the best wild card game. I disagree. I'm just kidding. Not the next one, but there there is a disagreement there. Okay. All right, heading into the last, heading into the last and final y, NFC wild card game, oh, the Philadelphia Eagles travel to <laughs> the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on Monday Night Football. I didn't realize they had Monday Night playoff games. Is this new this year? No. Or am I just insane? They started. Or I just not remember. I think they started when they added the seven seeds. Okay. I could not. I was like, yeah. I saw this. I'm like, I don't remember this. Yeah, no, they started with 
I think you know ESPN probably wanted to get their money's worth for right. the game too. But yeah. Oh God, what a circus. and you know what sucks? This, this is what I don't like about the NFL playoffs because the Eagles have a better record than the Bucks, but the Eagles have to travel to the Bucks. I don't like it. Grizzly Bear. Grizzly Bear's here. No, no, no. Don't you come over here. Go. Grizzly Bear is feeling better. Actually, I didn't block it off, so he couldn't go over. But like I said, I think the NFL does need a change. Does need to change the NFL playoff um, seeding. I do not like that a worse record team has hosts a home playoff game. It usually always happens in the NFC. But it, it sucks. Always, it always I does. don't think that should happen. Take the best. How many teams like the playoffs? There's seven and seven, right? Yeah. 14 teams. Take the best 14 record teams, period. Screw AFC, NFC. Take the best 14. Seed them like college football. One through 14. Top two get a bye. And then let's play a real Super Bowl with the best 14 teams. Fuck that conferences. Get well, rid of AFC, NFC. Well, you it, don't. Well, yeah, no, you're right. That no, forget it. You're you're right. If they did that, I think they should. Because like, I mean, it makes sense, but they're they're not gonna change the history of it. And division crowns don't even. I mean, it's changed anything. before. They've changed before, but the division crowns it doesn't mean anything. Look at Baltimore. Baltimore lost three division games. They lost to Pittsburgh, the Browns, and Cincinnati, I believe. You know who has the best record in our division? Pittsburgh. They're four and one. We're th- three and two, I believe. Well, there's six games. Five and one, then. Yeah, might be five and one. Then. Five and one. Yeah. They swept Baltimore this year. Did they really? Yep. Oh, jeez. That's what I'm saying. They're five and one in the division, but why are why would they not be division champs? You see what I'm saying? Like, no, I know it doesn't make sense to even play division games because it doesn't matter. You you could go six and zero in division and lose your division. Well, I know, but in general, though, Philly, you know, they have a better record. They should. It shouldn't really be. Oh, well, we're dealing with Tampa Bay's noise. You know what I mean? But it's you could literally go eleven and six. Lose all six division games and be division champs. You could. No. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, But the Eagles are 1-5 in their last six games, which is not where you want to be heading into the playoffs whatsoever. Uh, Who do you have in this one, the Bucs or the Eagles? Oh, this. (sighs) Well, Tampa Bay hasn't looked. I mean, they only scored nine points against Carolina. That's a little terrifying in itself too this is this is probably the hardest this is difficult <laughs> philadelphia's defense is giving up 30 plus points a game and i mean tampa bay is such a weird offense they'll score 40 and then they'll score nine no i know baker mayfield will throw six touchdowns and then throw no touchdowns so i'm just like i don't know where i'm gonna go here i I might just have to go with Philadelphia. I love Jason I, Kelsey. I don't think I think if this is one of those games where the refs play a part and the NFL 
whatever, yada, yada. They, they want Philadelphia. I love Jason Kelsey, the center for the Philadelphia Eagles, but you know who I love a little bit more? Baker Mayfield, because I'm a Baker boy, baby. I'll be rooting for Baker Mayfield and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to win this one. I have Bucks over Philly, 24-21. Score? I'll take Philadelphia. This is for shots next week. <laughs> Philly, 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 Philly. What is Philly going to do? Philly, 23 Baker Mayfield 21. 23 21. So point, I went 24 20. Two point game. Two point game. Come on, Baker. <laughs> Baker, Baker. He's our man. If he can't bake you, no one can. Yeah, Go, Jeff, Baker. Jeff was saying he thinks it's the second year of Monday Night Football, which would probably make <clears> sense the second year. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I was probably drunk last year. <laughs> hmm. That beer is ice cold. You're as cold as ice. Do we already sing that? Is that what we started with? Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, let's get into let's get into the AFC wildcard oh, games talking, for this weekend. Oh, here comes Darren. The Buffalo Bills take on the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday at 1 p.m. The, in Buffalo. Now, Steelers. this one is an interesting one for me. I think the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to slow down the Buffalo Bills. One way or another, Pittsburgh plays pretty decent defense. They're sound. They do what they need to do. I just don't know if slowing them down is going to be enough, though, because there's so much firepower. And we're getting into it. I know he's going to talk about it. Mason Rudolph. Pittsburgh has struggled scoring this season, but the past few games, Mason Rudolph has finally got the offense moving, scoring some points. I mean, uh, they played Baltimore Sunday. They played Baltimore's JV team, essentially. Um, Mason Rudolph was 18 of 20 for 122 yards. It was a downpour of rain if you watched the game. I don't know oh. if you watched it. Like, it looked absolutely miserable. Like, that's a game I woke up in the morning when I played, and I'm like, oh, fuck, this is going to suck ass. <laughs> this is going to suck. Um, but Mason Rudolph does have the Pittsburgh Steelers offense finally generating some points and moving the ball. Who knows what Buffalo's weather is going to be like. That you know that could be yeah that could be snowball mania it could be could be and mm-hmm. Pittsburgh runs the ball better than Buffalo does right now oh absolutely I mean you you're almost more feared for Josh Allen running the ball right now he's fucking running he rushed for almost a hundred yards I think last night sixty nine or something oh yeah great number I mean when you look at it you you stop the Stephon Diggs. Josh Allen's going to run the ball, but, I mean, he he turns over the ball a lot, Josh Allen. So this is a game where Pittsburgh's probably licking their chops and being like, we can make this guy turn over the ball a couple times. And then there you go. Pittsburgh gets some points off. You're down 10-0. Cool. Yeah, and let's yeah. not forget, Buffalo now has rattled off five straight games and are on a hot streak. Nobody in their mothers thought Buffalo was going to come back and win uh, their division over Miami. Let's be real here. No one thought they were going to win five straight after the bye week. Who thought no. that? Not me. No. 
I was praying they didn't get in the playoffs. I don't want to see. I don't want to see fucking Buffalo. Um, what do you got in the comments? I saw you laugh for a second. <laughs> Say it. <laughs> That's Darren. Oh. making fun of you. Oh Jesus! What is that? A three XL shirt? Worried about that. Dukes and boots before it changed names, whatever. But Dukes and boots. Nick Gresko, easy one. Buffalo will win thirty-three to ten. Mason Rudolph, the pride of Chagrin Falls. True. Um, Jeff comment. Jeff's comment went away, but he was saying seventy uh, percent chance of snow and low twenties. Low twenties for the fucking predicted for Sunday. Like I said, though, so I think I think this game will be a lot closer than what people think. Um, what do you see happening in this one? You got a score? I could see this one being 17 to 12. Buffalo. <laughs> 17 to 12. Oh, yeah. I love these odd scores you're giving me. <laughs> oh, this is going to be the low scoring. Like I said, I think it's going to be a lot closer than what people think, but I think the Bills will win this one. They have a little more firepower to score quickly than the Steelers do. Steelers will give them a, give them a game, but I have the Bills winning this one 20 to 14 in a close one. I will never pick the Steelers to win. Suck it. <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> Aaron, you said one of the other games could be the better one of the better games. Would you say Bucks and Eagles could be one of the better games? No, the one before that. Detroit. And oh, Detroit Rams. Rams. Yeah. This is your game. This is my game that's probably going to be the best uh, game of the weekend and probably the most entertaining to watch. Um, the Kansas City Chiefs will host the Miami Dolphins at, in Arrowhead uh, Saturday night at 8.15 p.m. The weather, I heard, will be frightful. And bitter cold, a possible 14 degrees in Kansas City. Oof is a lot different than what Miami played in last Sunday against the Bills. That feeds into Patrick Mahomes, that kind of weather. Mm. Good God. I love watching games like that, though. That's why I always used to root for, like, Buffalo to make the playoffs, Green Bay, Browns, anyone that was in a cold-weather environment to win and yeah. be in the playoffs because I would love when people would go to Lambeau Field, the frozen tundra. I used to love the NFL films. Yeah. Here comes Brett Favre in the Green Bay Packers in the frozen tundra of Green Bay, Wisconsin. The fans have their cheese heads out. <laughs> like, I used to love that. That old school shit. I loved it. I loved it. They're like running in slow motion. You could see the ball thrown, and it's like a perfect spiral. <laughs> like, love those NFL films. No, exactly. Love that shit. Let me fired up over here. This is a great football night. National championship talk here to come. So stay tuned. Let's get through these uh, playoffs. Um, where am I? I'm still on Buffalo-Pittsburgh. <sighs> the past few weeks, though, Patrick Mahomes has not been himself. Neither has Tua. Neither has Tua. But Patrick Mahomes is at home. There's a benefit. 
Also benefit the freezing cold weather for Miami. They they don't know what cold weather is. What are they going to put air conditioning on this week in in Miami to simulate negative fourteen degree weather? I don't think so, Mister Dilbert. No. Hail to the no no no. Well, we all know Kansas City at home and playoffs is almost a guarantee unless you're the Bengals or Tom Brady. Yeah. But other than that, and uh, let's not forget. Let's not forget. Where are we at? Jesus. Let's not forget that Miami is also coming off that huge division loss. The Bills, uh, was it yesterday? Yeah. Yeah, last night. Uh, the Bills locked up that two seed. Who wins this one, and what is ultimately the biggest difference in the game? You said Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, and I mean, I don't know. Got to see the injury reports for Miami, too. I mean, clearly not having Jalen Waddle is affecting the fucking team. You know, Tyreek Hill can only do so much. But, yeah, just I think Kansas City's defense will buckle down and might make Tua throw a couple turnovers, and Mahomes will – he'll find his guys. He'll make sure his all those receivers – not Travis Kelsey, because we all know Travis Kelsey's a god. But other than that, you know, his Sky Moore, the other receivers who are, like, rookies and shit, he'll have them ready. Yeah. And let's not forget what another crazy stat. Patrick Mahomes has still yet to play on the road in the playoffs. Oh, I know. Ever in his career. I'm like, God, that must be nice. Oh, I know. C-O-C red. I mean, this week I might want to travel to Miami and play in perfect weather. Yeah, <laughs> not it, they said windshield could be below zero Oof. in Kansas City, and it's a night game at eight fifteen. Oh god! Ooh, oh, it's yeah. gonna be just a little bit colder. Who wins this one? Kansas City. S- score. This one I'm gonna go with thirty-one to. This one thirty-one to twenty, Kansas City. Thirty-one twenty, Kansas yeah. City. I didn't even put a score down. I don't remember why. Ultimately, you never count out Patrick Mahomes. Period. No. Patrick Mahomes in a game-winning drive. And Andy Reid. Gets in field goal range. Kicks a field goal in a whiteout snowstorm. The kicker kicks it, but slips on ice. And the ball goes through the uprights, and they win. Harrison Bucker does it. Oh they God. win 22-19, to 19, Kansas be, City. That'd be wild. <laughs> Well, that makes me excited for that. Hopefully, we'll be celebrating because you said that's Saturday. That is um, Saturday night at 8.15. So, that's after our game. So, hopefully. Yes. Hopefully. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. That's uh, next. Oh, God. Here we go. Dun, 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 dun. The season finale for us Browns fans. The last and final game of the NFC playoffs. Don't call it the season finale. Oh. AFC wild card game. Oh. The last and final game we have to talk about. Cleveland Browns. Or Cleveland Browns traveling back to Houston to play the Texans on Saturday at 4.30 p.m. We all know that the Texans team, the Browns played on Christmas Day. Was it Christmas Day or Eve? Can't Eve. remember. Eve, Eve? Christmas yeah. Eve. 
just a few weeks ago, that team that we played in Houston was completely different than it is this week. Mm-hmm. Um, Texans rookie quarterback C.J. Stroud did not play in the first matchup, which is huge. It's huge. Like that's oh, yeah. that's kind of scary. I'm like, oh god, oh god, and he's a quarterback that we don't like to play because he could run, he could throw. Um, this game makes me nervous. This one makes me nervous, and I don't know why. I just the Browns are in the fucking playoffs, and we're playing the Houston Texans, which we traded the goddamn book for. So I'm like, we will look super dumb if we lose to them. We traded for Deshaun Watson, gave them all these picks. They drafted a quarterback to replace him, and he's lighting it up. I always talk like this when we talk about the Browns. <laughs> and they this one, they make me nervous. Oh. They make me real nervous. They do. They do, Aaron. Help me explain this one. Oh, we cannot go down early. To win this game, we're going to have to score. But they ain't going to let Amari Cooper have his fucking 263 yards again. I'm telling you that fucking much. They ain't going to allow that to happen. So, Najoku, Elijah Moore, if he's back, Tillman, we got to be able to run the ball. Someone else has got to make big plays other than Cooper. You know what's funny? We cannot go down early to this team because they're going to score. We're going to have I said someone has to take pressure off Joe Flacco this week. Somebody else has got to make a play. Cream Hunt, you know, and a dump off to Njoku. Uh, more if he's going to play. One of our running backs, just somebody's got to make Wait. a play. So Joe Flacco doesn't have to be the guy this week. We need to be able because we you, need to run the ball. Because you, know. I know we have a backup line, but we yep. gotta be able to run. You can if you can run, give me a hundred yard rushing game. God, that. Are helps. you reading my script from over there? No, you I'm have not. A mirror or something? <laughs> no, just, I have written right here. The Browns must cut the turnovers for one. We're, we, you know, the Browns are the have turned the ball over the most in the NFL. That's insane. Oh, yeah. And I said the Browns must. They have to get some sort of running game going. I don't care if it's only three yards of carry. Three yards is fine. Three yards and a cloud of dust, as the old saying goes. We, but we need to establish a run you, game. You brought Kareem Hunt back. I'm sorry. Fucking use him. Yep. Use him. I'm sorry. It is what it is. And if I'm the Browns, you are playing a rookie quarterback in the playoffs. In the playoffs. You have to get after his ass, confuse him one way or another, get him under duress, make him make rookie mistakes. Miles Garrett, I'm calling you out. He's had one sack over the past four games or five games, given he didn't play the last week. He's had one sack. And people want to call him the defensive player of the year? I don't think he is. I don't. And I hate the Steelers, but man, you compare side by side stats between Miles Garrett and JJ Watt. It's not or TJ Watt. It's not even close. 
It's not. It's not. No, I know. I've been seeing that all over the fucking internet. I'm just like, I love Miles Garrett. They're two different type players, though. But anyway, we're not talking about Brown Steelers. But yes, the Browns have to establish a run game in this one. Take pressure off Joe Flacco. Even though Joe Cool's going to be Joe Cool. And he don't he doesn't get pressure. There's no such thing. Pressure's man-made. I want, I pray to God we win the coin toss, put them on defense first. Or don't put them on offense. I really want that coin toss. I do not want to go on offense first drive. Mm-hmm. I want him out there. I want his nerves to be running. And I want fucking just a sack on the first. Did you see, him. did you see, well, while we were talking about Pittsburgh Browns, did you see there is one crazy scenario? If we beat Baltimore and then Pittsburgh beats the Bills. You mean? If Pittsburgh beats the Bills okay. and the next game we would host Pittsburgh in the AFC championship game. Dude. <laughs> Dude. Dude. I would, oh, God. Northeast Ohio would go fucking nuts. <laughs> Pittsburgh would, oh, this, the whole Pittsburgh, PA, Cleveland area. Oh, God. That'd be, I would be like, oh, yeah. God. If that wouldn't get TV ratings, I don't know what the fuck will. I do believe the Browns, though, will win this game. But, again, I'm nervous for this one. I have the Browns winning 24-17. Close game, though. Like a nail-biter, like. Old St. Nick said 24-21. Cleveland Flacco with a long drive to win with two seconds left. Like the way we have been all year. Yeah. I think we're going to have to. I think we're going to have to score. I'm going to go with 31. 31 to 27. 31-27. And I said the good thing about this game, it's in a dome. So there's no weather that we have to worry about. So, Joe Flacco, let that ball rip, baby. I'm pumped for this good football weekend coming up. I'm pumped. I'm pumped. I'm pumped. I'm pumped. Pump, pump. Pump it up. Pump it up. Dance off. Pump, pump. Pump it up. <laughs> Rand, I don't know what TV show this used to be from. It would go, random dancing. It was like a stupid Disney show. Oh. Like Zack and Cody or... Um. What's the one with Miley Cyrus? Hannah Montana? Uh, it might have been. No, it's not Hannah Montana. It was on Nickelodeon. Oh, was it iCarly? iCarly, that's a random dancing. I can't believe I fucking knew that. Because but... they had like a podcast show, like yeah. what we're doing. Yep. That's kind of weird. <laughs> God. Ooh. All right. Dan, dan, dan. Moving on to the college football national championship game, which I'm even more pumped about. Oh, don't worry. Don't worry, Nick. It's uh, coming. It's coming. Tonight, my Michigan Wolverines will battle the Washington Huskies to be crowned national champions of college football. It is the number two team versus the number one team in the country. It doesn't get much better than that. And I am, I've been nervous all day. <laughs> it's like I'm back in, it's like when I was back dressing to, for the game. It's like I'm nervous. I have to pee right now because I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, I'm nervous. I'm anxious. Emotions. The game tonight. I'm just ready to jump through the wall. I believe you are. I I, I could feel it if I were you. I would be too. All right, a few storylines that I would like to talk about. Um, Michael Penix. And I will say this. Michael Penix has had an amazing journey, an amazing story of college football. He started at Indiana a few years ago. He tore his ACL three freaking times, three times. Uh, If you've never torn your ACL, you don't know what it's like because that week after that surgery, after tearing your ACL, is the most miserable week. When I tore my ACL, it was the most miserable week I've ever had in my life. Because I felt pain and I didn't feel pain. I had to pee and I couldn't. It was the whole thing. I couldn't stand. I couldn't walk. It was the worst thing ever. And my mom will tell you that. And also my neighbor, Big Joe, yeah. he, had, he had to come over and help me like lift me up because my little five foot two mom couldn't help me. So he had to come over and help me. But anyway, um, if you've never torn your ACL, uh, it's probably the worst thing you could ever do. It's a lot easier to come back from now. Um, but then to become a Heisman finalist and lead your team to a national championship is pretty freaking impressive. Oh, yeah, he's got an arm. He's got a cannon. He absolutely has a cannon, and he puts it on the dot. And being a lefty, I've always been so fascinated with lefties. It looks so cool when they throw the ball. I don't know what it is about them. Whenever Michael Vick used to throw lefty, uh, Steve Young was a lefty. There's a few others I can't think of off the top of my head. It just looks so cool. Oh, it does. (laughs) Pain in the ass to coach, though. I hate coaching lefties because I have to think of everything opposite. Drives me nuts. But what an amazing journey that Penix has had. It's exciting to see, and I'm rooting for him to only throw three interceptions tonight. Only three. (laughs) (laughs) Only three. And then another quarterback that we got to talk about. We got to talk about him as well. (gasps) What is going on here? Oh, God. Don't you start with me. Oh, don't you start with me. We'll refresh. But, yeah, Michael Penix, as this is refreshing, pretty awesome uh, career that he has had. Pretty interesting, though, one, because he is uh, – It's sort of wild, like, if Washington would win, that they would win as a national champion under the Pac-12. But yet, next year, either way, whoever wins the national championship this year in the Big Ten, you know what I mean? You're bringing yeah. glory to the Big Ten. Yep, that's true as well. <coughs> I didn't even think about that till now. You know what I mean? Either way, the national champion's going to reside in fucking the Big Ten. Yep. So. Here he is. And it, this is another interesting story that I really didn't know too much about until I watched, like, a few press conferences. J.J. McCarthy recently opened up in his, like, um, national championship bowl interviews and stuff. J.J. McCarthy recently opened it up about he suffered – from severe depression in high school and throughout the beginning of his college football career, J.J. said how he was trying to be like other athletes and resemble how other athletes' mindset mindset was, you know, Kobe Bryant, how 
this and that, and um, <clears throat> and he w- and he tried to adapt and adopt essentially uh, the ultimate competitor mindset. He said, but when he was going through that, he fell further and further away from himself essentially, and um, he knew he wasn't himself, and something had to change because he was trying to be so competitive, and it wasn't him as a quarterback. So I thought that was pretty interesting. So when he had this severe depression, J.J. McCarthy turned to meditation. And I'm sure you've seen it before games. He sits up against the goalpost. And I don't. I forget for how long he sits there, but he meditates literally before the game. Just sits there. Doesn't do a thing. So I thought that was kind of a crazy story. And, uh, and, and, and you think about it now, J.J. McCarthy is the all-time winningest quarterback at Michigan and will compete tonight to bring home Mich- the Michigan Wolverines a national championship. That's wild because I just think of uh, the other good quarterbacks that have gone through Michigan, like in 05, especially 05, 06, and all that. Chad Henney. Yeah, Chad Henney. Oh, like, Chad Henney was a good one. Tom Brady. I mean, Tom Brady wasn't a – he was a switch. He came in and out. He wasn't a full-time starter for a while. Yeah. But, I mean, there's been some pretty good quarterbacks. Even, um, can't think of his name, St. Joe's guy. Uh, can't think of his name. Um, but, yeah, I think it's wild. Two quarterbacks with two really crazy stories. You know, one battled these ACL injuries, transferring from Indiana to um, Washington. Washington. Everyone talks shit about the transfer portal. But if it wasn't for the transfer portal... Michael Penix wouldn't be where he's at today. No, exactly. You know, you yeah. know what I'm saying. And then Michigan, JJ McCarthy battling depression, this and that. It's a, it's a tough thing to deal with sometimes. You know. Yeah. Especially in Ohio when it's dark at 4:30. Yes. <laughs> God, yes. Uh, <laughs> but mm, I'm excited, man. I'm pumped. I'm shaking. I can't even read. Where I'm at in the script for this. Okay. But like I said, it's pretty cool how each player has their own story and how they get to kind of how they got to where they're at now. But that's what makes sports so great. You get to kind of create your own story. All right. Let's. I'm going to skip off this. Let's get back to be crowned national championship tonight. National champions tonight. Aaron, what's your take on the national championship game tonight? Who wins? Who loses? Why? Give me your rundown. Oh, even as an Ohio State fan, I have to say it. Don't give me a score prediction yet. I didn't say I, I said it against Alabama. Michigan will win. They won. Michigan will be crowned the national champions tonight. <laughs> and you're going to be a happy fuck. Um, I might get real drunk tonight. <laughs> like how you were saying, Michigan is going to be able to run the ball. I think they're going to own the time of possession. I think they will make Penix turn the ball over a couple, to, like once or twice. And I think that's just going to be the time of possession. Run heavy game. Take, they're going to have a six, seven minute drive, score a touchdown. You know, Washington will have to punt. And I don't think they're going to go with the big plays to Washington. I don't think they're going to allow it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't let any receiver behind us or make know. them throw it short. Well, make yeah, them man, check it down. Even if they che- even if Washington checks it down, 
all the fucking time, and they get to the 20, and they have to kick a field goal. Yeah. You know uh, what I mean? And I think um, – I still believe Michigan is the superior team being even favorite to win by four and a half tonight. I think it's going to be many more. I've, I'll give you my score prediction, which I've said it. You know, I've been pretty open with my score prediction. Uh, I do think Michigan is going to pull away in this game, and here's why. Here's my why for the game. I think Michigan has the far better coach. Jim Harbaugh has coached in some huge games in both the NFL and in college. He coached in the Super Bowl. His brother John is on the sideline with him tonight. I don't know if you saw that or not because they played. They didn't play. They're in a bye week. So his brother John is at the game. He said he's going to help with whatever he can. I don't know what what the the mm. length of that is. Um, I also think Jim Jim Harbaugh has nothing to lose because he might not be at Michigan next year. And I I just the more and more time goes on, I think he's on his way to the NFL. And I think the Chargers are probably his number one landing spot in his mind. But he's playing with house money here tonight. Playing with house money is nothing to lose. What we got? Just nothing. Just uh, Jim had a score prediction. Mm. Nick was saying Michigan plays Washington next year, so we will see a rematch of this. Yep. Um, and hello, Paul. How you doing, buddy? Little Paulie boy. But again, I think Michigan will have uh, some tricks up their sleeve. Playing with house money. Oh yeah. They have nothing to lose tonight, man. Harbaugh might be gone. He. This is it. This is. This might be his one and only chance. To win a national championship. That's wild. Um, and I I think Michigan's defense needs to come after Penix all, all night long. I just think Michigan's defense is elite and will give Washington a really tough night. I mean, our defense is far superior than what Texas was or really anybody that Washington has seen all season, in my opinion. I don't think uh, the way Penix threw all over Texas last week is going to happen tonight. I think he's going to be under a lot more pressure than he's been under. If you watch the Alabama game, Michigan was all over. Uh, I forget the, Alabama's quarterback now. But um, yeah. they were all over Alabama. Seven sacks. That was the most sacks Alabama gave up all season. Our DBs are able to play man coverage. They're fast. They're quick. Like I said, they have an elite defense. So we'll see. We're going to see. Fuck around and find out, Washington. <laughs> <laughs> And here's the other thing. I, I forgot. I'm, I'm I'm just trying to get this thing over with. I'm trying to watch this pregame. <laughs> um, I don't think I don't see Washington be able to stop Michigan running the football at all tonight. Their defense is not the best. They I think Washington has you know really uh, gotten by by their offense, their receivers, Penix. And let's not forget Washington's starting running back might be out of this game tonight. He got hurt last week. No, got, I didn't know that. Yeah, so he might not be playing the night, which they haven't really said much. Aaron, do you have a score prediction? And who will be crowned the national championship around 1130 tonight? Michigan 35, Washington 24. So kind of a close game. I disagree. I am. I think Michigan is going to end up rolling them. It's going to be close first half. Michigan rolls in the second half, and 
Michigan will win a national championship tonight. Rolling Washington in the second half. The Michigan Wolverines get behind the rough and tough offensive line of the Michigan Wolverines and Blake Corum runs the football hard right up the middle a time and time again and Michigan will win will win the game 42 to 17 Michigan rolls wins easy second half what do you got to say about that Jack that's funny Jim Jim says 44 to 17 Washington oh yeah shit. right Oh. Yeah, would, right. That would be fucking intense. All right, this is your last chance to comment. I'm going to do this. I'm going to finish the show out. But don't forget to comment below before we end that song. And I say hasta la vista because that, that's when the comments will stop. Don't forget to comment below the exact final score of tonight's national championship game between Michigan and Washington. We need to know the exact score and who do you think will win. 42-17 Michigan. Has to say who wins. If you predict a score, I will give you a $25 gas card and an Abraham Drake t-shirt customized by G&G Printing. Ding! How about that? Good. Good! Good. Uh, so please comment and list the scores below. Aaron, do you have any last skid marks? Nope. Nothing? Nope. Enjoy. Everybody enjoy this last college football game until August. There it is. There you go, Nick. He's been asking. <laughs> oh, this was this was getting played no matter what here tonight. Aaron, I'm excited for tonight's game. I'm excited. I'm nervous and I'm ready for some Michigan Wolverines. A Michigan Wolverine ass kicking. But that's going to do it for tonight's episode of the Abraham Drinking Podcast. Please share the show. Tell a friend. Follow us across all social media. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and TikTok. You can also listen to us on all listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio. But as always, I'm the sexy Gretzky George Gretzko. Alongside Mr. Dilbert himself. Catch us next week and throughout the week. Go blue and hasta. <laughs>